My apologies. Breaking news. Rapper Afro Man apologises on social media for punching a woman. I was gonna slap a bitch, but I got high. I was gonna punch her fucking teeth in, but I got high. But now I've sobered up, and I know why. I'm sorry on Twitter. I'm sorry on Twitter. I'm sorry on Twitter. But I don't give a fuck. La 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 la. La 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 la. This, this was aggressive filth. This was something which did something. This robbed me of my persona, of my persona, of my soul. I never, ever want to be subjected to that again. Never. Yeah, that was my rectum. Uh, that was the sound of my anus slowly releasing gas. Welcome! <laughs> yes, welcome to the Totally Insane Tape Show. I am the comic book guy, Dino Peppers, and I'm joined by Jon Snow. And Zainab Badawi. No, neither, it's Boulamont, but I'm not smoking super skunk, and I'm not... What was that sound? What's that sound? This is worse than being in Cambodia. Um, 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 not really, it's me, it's Boulamont. Fucking intro. What an intro. Let's get on to a question. Uh, We actually got a couple this week. Uh, The first one's from Abby, which relates to the thing we did the weekend at DemonCon. What is the weirdest and coolest thing you saw at DemonCon? The coolest thing I saw at DemonCon was what I thought was as a Leap Day William uh, outfit. But actually, it turned out to be some like shite Superman villain who I still can't find the name of, which was kind of weird. Um, what was weird? What was weird? Is there anything weird anymore at these conventions? You've been to one or two of them. You see, no, yeah. there was the there was the steampunk woman with the exceptionally large boobs, which seemed to like have a woman attached to them. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, you see all of these conventions. I mean, everyone's dressed up. Um, there are a lot of kids dressed up, which I've not seen before. It's usually just... A lot of the common conventions I go to, it's just adults kind of dressing up. But this time there were kids and families dressing up. and mm. yeah, That's always a good thing. Yeah. I, I think you made that little girl's day, the one that was uh, in the in a little Poison Ivy outfit, and uh, you gave her a free comic. Just because she looked she looked awesome, and you know that was the embodiment of Comic-Con. She'd come with the dad, they're having fun, they're buying stuff, which is always good. Mm. But no, oh, I don't yeah. know, weird is the wrong word. The weirdest thing I saw was in the toilet. Uh, <laughs> I had gone into the men's. It's uh, your usual weekend thing, though, isn't it? You go into a public toilet and see something weird. Well, no, not. It's not every day that you walk into it's a. Just when you hang out with Dave. Yeah, get well soon, buddy. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's rare that I walk into the men's toilet and see a helmet. Especially when it's Boba Fett's helmet. We'll put the picture up. Um, yeah. That, that guy sounded uh, like he was letting rip like Jabba in there and uh, he'd left his helmet outside and I was like, that's brave. 
it obviously it trusts people here because you know the, the the worst thing that can happen in a men's toilet is someone comes up and pinches your helmet. Do you think there's any more helmet gags you can put in here? I've never gagged on a helmet. Welcome back to the Totally Insane Tape Show. I've, I've missed you guys. We've missed you, Bully! Sure, I have. We missed a week. <laughs> it's, it's weird, we did the yeah, Ghostbusters show because that was. Why'd you got to fucking bring that up? Oh, this. <sighs> I'm, I'm just saying it's like oh, we did about a thing. Before we start talking about Ghostbusters, I am mad as hell. With Melissa McCarthy again. Why this woman? I watched the Saturday Night Live 40th anniversary special, okay? And she had to come in and interrupt all the talented people who were on there. Uh, and there was a bit where they had actors um, redoing their favourite SNL uh, sketch of all time. So you had uh, Olivia Wilde, no, try again, Emma Watson, uh, not the. Uh, what, Emma, one of those actresses. Emma Stone? Yeah, I think it was Stone. She came in and played Rosanna Dana, uh, who famously um, played by Gilda Radner. anyone that knows me knows that I was a massive Chris Farley fan I love Chris Farley and my favourite sketch of his is is Matt Foley the uh, anyway Melissa McCarthy comes in and starts attempting to do the Matt Foley sketch and I nearly choked on my own shit I was like (laughs) I I just at this point I don't know whether I could dislike this woman any more than I already do Um, Dan Aykroyd um did an interview today where he was saying that he's got all his kids are daughters, he's only got daughters and he's very much for empowering women and he's now the executive producer on the Ghostbusters movie he he would have always been anyway yeah executive producer really didn't do too much do they they just kind of come in and look at it and go there so that's fine and and get the kickbacks the problem is why would you bring up the empowerment of women in terms of the Ghostbusters movie when it's not like this is the first thing of its kind, as we've already stated many times on this and and the Milk and It podcast. So once again, I say to you, Mr. Dan Ackroyd, with the most respect, kill this while it's still in the womb. Kill this before it sees the light of day. Why and stop pe- letting people think that it's about female empowerment. It's got nothing to do with female empowerment and everything to do with being a obvious cash cow. Dan, I love you, buddy. But when you when they turn around and remake the Blues Brothers with women, is it do you still going to find it empowering, or do you think it's just going to be another musical movie with women in it? If they turn around and make an all female Coneheads, you're going to be happy with that. Dan, I got nothing but respect for you, but please, abort this, abort this. Ladies and gentlemen, I put Dean to sleep with my anti Ghostbusters rhetoric. This was the totally insane tape show. We out. <laughs> Dude, wake up. I was having a nightmare. Where they made a Ghostbusters remake. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) I was just about to say, we we did them out of sync. We did like the Ghostbusters one and the the week before the other one. And yeah, somebody might have noticed. Am I just going to rant about Ghostbusters whenever the word (laughs) Ghostbusters comes up? And then Melissa comes up. Oh, that fucking cunt. (laughs) So... Yeah, yeah, we did Demon Con. Uh, another comic book question come from Dino Patsus. <laughs> Not the legendary Twitter animal, Dino Patus. Pat, Pat, yes. I, that, 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 that guy is a legend. I once described him as the hero the internet needs. 
but doesn't deserve. Dino, <laughs> if you're out there, if Harris though, for everything you do. Okay, Dino asks, in Cyprus we have Mickey Mouse comic, but no Spider-Man. What Mickey Mouse animal is same like Spider-Man? Is there a Disney pig? I'm, I'm racking my brain. This is a good question. Is there a Disney pig? Well, I suppose the nearest equivalent would be something like Darkwing Duck, wouldn't it? Kind of superhero-y. Kind of. Baloo in Tailspin. He was pretty super. <laughs> oh, we are Tailspin. Well, what fucking power's that? Actually, this brings me on to a brilliant point. I don't know whether this is a real thing or whether it's just made for the internet, but apparently there is a religion in Russia for Gadget, the female rescue ranger. Um, this is totally... Uh, whether it's real or not, I have no idea. Uh, let's have a look. Russian cult of Gadget Hackworth. Go on. What is the religion? It's the Russian cult of Gadget Hackwrench. That's what it's called. Because that was the name of the character. Okay. Uh, what exactly do these people worshipping Gadget do? They just worship it as, a, as, a, as, her, as an idol. They pray to her posters. They gather to talk about how incredibly great she is. They compose songs about her and spread stickers of Miss Hackwrench wherever they go. Um, what I'm reading here says Maradona has a cult why shouldn't Gadget Hackwrench are they all mental look at this group picture you tell me they look pretty scary yep yes they are yeah but what worries me is like this is a cult of at least 12 to 20 people and, and, and growing so this begs the question can me and Dean get our own cult going in Russia? I believe so. My name is Vladimir Kozlov. Vladimir <laughs> Kozlov. Remember him? <laughs> oh, we do have the Total Cult, cult magazine. Total Cult magazine? Yes. Well, what a great link. That Which is. only one person figured out was a space reference at the comic convention. Yes, you will be able to buy that in the next couple of days. And it's like totally insane tape show in magazine form. What more do you want? That will be available. Check out the totally insane tape show dot com. That right? That's correct. Yes, it's been a long time since you said it. Fucking hell! And follow us on Twitter at Tits Podcast. Yeah? Yes. Yes. And yes. On Instagram as well. That's the one with the pictures, isn't it? Yes. Instagram, totally insane tape show. Um, Boo for, does have control of that account, so occasionally there may be a dick pic go out. Maybe? Um, I would say maybe one or two on the hour, every hour, would be a reasonable summation. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm just very proud of my friend Richard. Back to the helmets. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, we got a third question. Amazing, three in a week. Is this Randy Bumhurts again? Because that guy hasn't written into us for weeks. I'm actually starting to get a bit worried about him. Randy, if you're out there, if you're hurt, just let us know. We're here for you. You can call on me, Randy. <laughs> well, this guy, in with a couple of suggestions you gave me. This is from Jamie. He's asking, is there anything that doesn't kill Dracula? 
Yeah. AIDS. What? what? <laughs> he, he doesn't have that kind of blood. Even if he sucked the blood of a guy with AIDS. Oh, but he wouldn't kill him. He'd just have like the symptoms eternally. Like, he'd always have like a bit of a cough. And I, I, it's probably a lot more serious than that. I'm probably downplaying, you know, the, the whole AIDS thing. And I, but especially after oh, how well, how respectfully we talked about it during the PSA episode. I'm not going to make light of AIDS, but Dracula, get yourself tested. You're dealing with a lot of blood. And remember, don't share needles. Yeah, because you said one of the films I should watch from the Hammer Horror series, because I've never actually watched any, was Dracula, Prince of Darkness. Well, of course, the, the, the classic. Yeah, and at the end of that, uh, spoilers, <laughs> if you haven't seen that uh, 100-year-old film, uh, he gets defeated by running water. Yep. The fuck? He, vampires can't cross running water. They're not allowed to go... Since when? Since always. So you just got to get, like, a moat or a bit of a... Well, not even that, just, like... Can't you just piss in a circle, then? That's exactly what I was going to say. Maybe if you get scared <laughs> enough, you can it just... It has to be running water, so you have to constantly piss in a circle. Which, when you're under pressure, is not an easy task. I mean, you try and piss, like, by being told... I was spinning around in... in 360 degree circle constantly while you got angry vampire. You look like one of those fucking water sprinklers that people have in their garden. Yeah, but running water. Just no. Running water, <sighs> wood, uh, not being invited in. Two bits of um, straight material crossed over into a cross. Do you know what? Apparently, Peter Cushing thought about that on the day. I don't think anyone had ever in films done the two things to make a cross. I think it had to be, in the old one, it had to be like an actual crucifix. Like in the black and white days, people were a bit dumb. Like, oh, we need the cross, we need the crucifix. Uh, two bits of wood. This reminds me of one of my favourite jokes of all time. There's three nuns on a bus on the way back uh, to the nunnery, and it's the middle of the night, and a vampire attacks the bus. And the vampire's scratching, trying to get in the window. And the, the, the driver turns around and says, please, sisters, help. There must be something you can do. So the first one goes, oh, I'll say a prayer. And she starts saying a prayer. Nothing happens, nothing happens. The second one says, I'll read him a verse from the Bible. Maybe that will get rid of him. So she's reading this Bible verse. Nothing happens. She said to the mother superior, who's the last one, she goes, show him your cross. So she winds down the window and goes, get off the fucking body, you fucking gun. <laughs> but yeah, if nuns have got like a crucifix on them, he, he can't touch him, can't go near him. If they had like a bit of a pizza during they the day, you know. see the crucifix though. Like, you could have one on. Well, surely it's, it's just the. In, if you have one, you can't go near you because it's like. It can't just be a sight thing. But do you have to believe? Because, like, obviously. Like, ah, oh, Dracula, here's a cross. Ah, oh, but you are an atheist. You do not believe. No, shit. But I've got AIDS. Oh, it's scary. I can't. <laughs> I will just have the symptoms of HIV, but I shall never die. Mate. What's the blood one? Where thin blood, maybe hemophilia? Have you got that? Was that catching? Uh, or if he's a blackula, sickle cell. What? Is that racist? No, because only black people get sickle cell. 
Did you not know that? Yeah. Apologies to any of our black listeners if Dean is being racist by presuming what I'm saying racist just because I've got some knowledge of you people's... Go- not you people! Not you people! I mean you people! Oh God, oh God, go to adverts, go to adverts! Greetings, podcast fans. Uh, I'm Mossman, off of 80s cartoon Masters of the Universe. And as you can imagine, since that cartoon finished, I've had plenty of time on my hands to check out all the geeky podcasts on the internet. And trust me when I say, the best one around is the Milking It podcast. They review films, TV, comics, wrestling, and anything else from the week of geek. And what's more, you can get it on iTunes, you can get it on Stitcher, or you can get it on direct link from the milkingitpodcast.com. That's milkingitpodcast.com. So, check out David Davis and the Totally Insane Tape Show's own Boulamont on the Milking It Podcast now! (laughs) Anyway, guys, gotta get going. I've just had a very strange text from Ram Man about his battered rosebud. (laughs) Sounds like Fisto's been messing about in his garden again. Take it easy! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all fucking ages, my name is Dino Peppers and I have a question for you. Do you like this podcast you're listening to? Do you? Then you need to let us know. Head over to the Totally Insane Tape Show website at conveniently totallyinsanetapeshow.com and see all the platforms we are available on. As of this recording, you can listen to and watch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Tuning Radio, SoundCloud, and hey, even in video format on the YouTube network. Yes, YouTube. Video. Amazing, isn't it? Social networking? We have Twitter and Facebook covered. Go to 123 help all the places that we are currently available to download, stream and interact with, click the subscribe, like, RT, upvote and or share button, whichever is applicable for that site. Give the show the highest rating possible on that site. Leave a comment and review. It doesn't have to be Shakespeare. It doesn't have to be Dickens. It doesn't even have to be up to Dan Brown's standards. A simple, great show lads will do. We're not worried if you're not as cunning a linguist as Mr Lamont. Just leave a note to say how much you enjoy or dislike the show. Yes, dislike. We don't mind a well thought out critical comment from time to time, as long as you're not being a cunt about it. Because we want to improve, and your input is important to us. So I'll repeat that question. Do you like this podcast you are listening to? The address you can answer that on is totallyinsanetateshow.com. All the links are there, all the shows are there, and we want all of you there. Because as Boulamont always says... Highly recommended. This blatant begging message was brought to you by the people of the Tony Insane Tape Show and 8 o'clock comics.com. 8 o'clock comics.com. We draw stuff. True the Defence is the opinionated, entertaining football show with serious debates you're looking for. We have a variety of guests from ex-footballers to journalists, members of parliament to athletes. Every month, former Chelsea, Swansea and Brighton striker Leon Knight weighs in with his opinions on night vision. So tune in on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, ShootTheFence.com and the FNX Network and let Stell, John, Mike and Stuffy give you a free football lesson. Follow us on Twitter at ShootTheDefence. Defense, should defense, should so yeah, if we've established anything, can kill Dracula. At the end of Dracula, Prince of Darkness, he gets killed by running water. Uh, uh, what are your memories of the film? Because you, you did recommend them all to me, but right for me, it, it's an all-encompassing thing because in the mid to late nineties, on BBC, there was a horror host called Doctor Terror. He was like a rubber mask guy, and he used to introduce the Hammer Double Bill. I love this dude. 
Like, I thought he was amazing. I thought it was amazing that because I was into such a... I've always been like a bit of an Americana kid. Like, the idea of horror hosts... In fact, we talked about it in a very early episode of Totally Insane Tape Show. Um, But I've always been into that kind of Americana thing. So the idea of having a horror host in the UK, for me, was like mind-blowing. So he used to do these horror films. He used to get like two... I don't know if you remember, like, on BBC Two, it was Movie Drone, where they'd show, like, a cult film double bill. Do you remember Movie Drone? Yeah. First time I ever saw Dawn of the Dead, first time I ever saw uh, Video Drone, first time I saw loads of Cronenberg, Slither. Um, And then, on the flip side, you had BBC One, which was the the Doctor Terror. Um, So, I I got into Hammer Horror through that. Dracula was one of the first ones I ever saw, the original Dracula you're talking about. And, um, yeah, I really liked it. I, I genuinely thought, because I was young, I was of that age when I was, what, mid-90s, I would have been uh, like 11 or 12 years old, and I, I, I liked the fact that it was accessible horror, it wasn't like a slashy gore fest, it was very classily done, Christopher Lee plays a terrifying Dracula, and he barely says a word the entire movie. He told us. Exactly. It? Just hisses. Yeah. And that, what more do you need? Some sexy lady vampires... And um, Wallace from Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> Not as Wallace. Ooh, vampires, Gromit. Get the onion cheese out. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're on the whole thing of Hammer. You gave us four to watch, or five, but I didn't get to the um, Kung Fu one. You didn't get to the Kung Fu vampire one. That's the one I had for a that's while, the, actually. That's yeah. the titty material that, that, that you know... <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, there's Dracula, Prince of Darkness, Plague of Zombies, Curse of Frankenstein, and Devil Rides Out. I tried to give you like a mixed bag. Yeah. Like I didn't want to give you like two. Va- I didn't want to give you like two vampire ones and a zombie one. I didn't want to give you like all Frankenstein ones. I mean, what? Some of the obvious ones we missed out with the Mummy, with Peter Cushing, uh, anything with a werewolf. <laughs> but um, I kind of went with a kind of slice of Hammer. Um, I mean, just what, one more, one more gleaming memory from my youth is uh, in the South Bank. There used to be a museum called the Museum of Moving Image, and they had a Hammer Horror exhibition. And I was living in London at the time. I think I must have gone like five consecutive weekends just to see the Hammer Horror stuff. So awesome! But yeah, I, I, I mean, I really loved this when I was younger. It's something I've been meaning to get back into. I kind of moved on to Amicus and then modern horror after that. Um, but it's always good to go back to your roots and uh, I mean what is more classic than than Dracula Frankenstein all the original Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde I wonder whether that's uh, worth a view but uh, yeah I I got to I got you to watch a slice I mean Devil Rides Out is like an original Hammer one whereas the other ones are all based on existing characters yeah it's the universe universe of monsters isn't it really yeah basically Um, I'd say good starting point for horror but if you're kind of jumping back into them it's a bit weird because you don't have that whole um, jump scare thing going on it, build, it builds the tension of, with yes. music it builds the tension with little shadows and glimpses and that for me I've always we said this before and, and I'm sure I've stated my opinion as I do many times on this is that I like a big reveal Mm. And I think I like the little builds up. Like you won't see the first couple of kills; you'll see the results of the kills, mm. and then towards the end, you'll start seeing proper, like you know, proper proper killings. <laughs> um, yeah. So I liked them in the aspect. It's like going back and seeing how everything gets built up, and the music's great. The settings are amazing. It is just the big reveal 
is always a little bit underwhelming. Yeah, but this I mean, is the running good. water thing was kind of the, the first one I watched was the Dracula one. It's like the running water kills you. It's like, <coughs> the whole film was good up until that point, and it's like I can't see this going well with these other ones. But you bring up a good point talking about the piss thing because like the vampires not piss because they drink blood, so surely they'd just be full of blood like constantly. You eat food, you got to poo. You drink liquid, you got to piss. Where does the blood go? Does he ejaculate it out? No. Maybe the modern retelling of the Dracula stories will answer that question. Well, I think they ever did in the past. <laughs> Listen to the children of the night. What music they... Please excuse me, I'm desperate for a sheep. <laughs> uh, that was a banging crap. So <laughs> Dracula, yeah, was enjoyable to the end. Devil Rides Out, I can't even remember what went on in that. <laughs> that was kind of a non-film for me. It was just kind of... So it was pretty good, but then it's... He suddenly knows everything about it. Like Christopher Lee's like, oh, I know about this. And, yes, I know about this as well. Like, I know how to beat the devil and such and such. And it's just a bit too much corn, really. Uh, Curse of Frankenstein, I think, is my favourite. And Plague of Zombies... Again, I mean, Plague of Zombies wasn't particularly good, but I wanted you to see a zombie one, I wanted you to see a Frankenstein one. And there's not, back then, there wasn't a lot of zombie films. Um, what's the other one called? Is it like Curse? I mean, what year did that come out? Because I'm, I'm assuming that predates like Night of the Living Dead stuff. Oh, yeah, no, most yeah, certainly like. Haitian zombies rather than Living Dead zombies. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'm just trying to find the names, I think. Living Dead at the Manchester Morgue. That was, that was the one I was trying to think of. Um, 1974. Well, that's an Italian movie. Mm. But that is around about the same time as, as Hammer. Um, and a few years shy of Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead existed, and it was one of the first of its kind to use the... Excuse me while I kill Curse of Zombies was a bit shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, so hit and miss, but I'd, I'd definitely watch a few more of them. Especially the Kung Fu one. It looks amazing. There's another one, which I didn't recommend to you this time, but it's a very unique film, and I remember really enjoying it as a hammer horror. It's called The Reptile. And it's basically people are dying from Black Death and coming back as reptile type creatures so almost zombies but I've never seen another film like that where there's like a reptilian curse kind of thing that's the kind of double bill I would have watched with a film like Alligator from the 70s have you seen that one? no it's like um, it's either Alligator or Crocodile uh, where there's a giant alligator roaming the city it's literally called Alligator it's a 1980s movie and um, it's about a killer 
alligator that's flushed down the toilet. It's a baby alligator flushed down the toilet in Chicago. Um, it survives by eating like discarded lab rats who have been genetically altered. And lo and behold, he turns into a giant alligator. It's bullshit. But uh, it's kind of watchable bullshit. It's like one of it's like Piranhas if you've ever seen that. Yeah, that's a good film. It's a good film, isn't it? Like the original one. But there's that really weird scene in there. Cause, I mean, even Jaws can go to the point of getting loads of kids in the water and the Piranhas just eating them. Yeah. And, and you're seeing them like that. biting the legs and yeah. Didn't explain that in it. Well, if you're going to kill people in a movie, you need to kill men, women, and children. Otherwise, it's not gender equality. I don't want to see films where just men are killed. I want to see women... Stop it. Anyway. McCarthy. (laughs) Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) Have you seen the remake of Verona? Uh, No, I know. I saw... I I shared a house with a couple of dudes a few years back. That's right, I still say dudes. I'm bringing it back. Um, And they... uh, And the, the main dude uh, had a 3D TV. So I kind of went on a crazy 3D TV download... Um, any film that was in 3D I'd, I'd try and get a copy of to watch at home and there was Piranhas Double D was it two uh, was it called yeah something like that but yeah like big boobies and, and jacuzzis and piranhas and, uh, and lots of killings I'm trying to remember who the famous guy in that is uh, is it David Hasselhoff I know there's someone quite famous in it Uh, three double D, of course, because it's three D. It had Jerry O'Connell, Ving Rhames, Richard Dreyfus. Oh, this is sad. This is sad to read. Oh yeah, and most famously Kelly Brook, because doesn't she do? Doesn't she go naked in it? Uh, don't think she does. It's I don't remember naked. Elizabeth Shue in it. I don't remember Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> I know Richard Dreyfus is in like the intro. He's like the uh, Drew Barrymore role, where it's like you expect him to do more. Yeah. Ah, yep, David Hasselhoff is in it. As himself. In Piranhas 3D or the one, or just Piranhas? Uh, 3DD. That's the. Yeah. Gary Boosie as well. <laughs> That's a bit like Sharknado, though, where he's just taking the piss out of himself. <laughs> I love Gary Boosie. There's a level of crazy in the man's face, eyes, and being that I just. I just got to respect because if you don't respect it Gary Boosie will come for you in the fucking night and take your eyeballs that's Gary Boosie Dracula Prince of Darkness King of the Vampires For ten years, his mortal remains were cherished by his faithful servant, awaiting the opportunity and a victim to provide the life force for the reincarnation of Dracula. Okay, there's a load of old films for you to watch, uh, if you watch any new ones at all. They watched a documentary the other day. <laughs> we need a sort of little jingle for this one. Party, party, wanky, wanky, woo, bully, watches a documentary. Uh, yes, I watched a documentary. 
Um, I watch documentaries on film of all genres, but there was one genre of movie that I found I know very little about, believe it or not. And that, my friend, is pornography. There was a really good documentary called X-Rated, the greatest adult movies of all time. Uh, starting with Deep Throat, moving to a film I'd never heard of called Behind the Green Door, uh, Debbie Does Dallas, all the way up to kind of modern ones, which I definitely hadn't heard of. But they're talking about them in terms of them being films. They're not saying like, this one gets, this one sucked the most dick, this one took it in the ass the most. They're talking about the production. Um, Pirates, have you heard of Pirates? It's the most yes. expensive pornography I've ever. I've seen that a few times. <laughs> With the lovely Bella Donna. Um, <clears throat> oh, she was. Hey, She was lovely. Yeah, they've ruined her though. Mm. She's still alive, isn't she? Uh, yeah. Good. Bella Donna, wherever you are, we hope you're doing well. Heal that butthole, girl. <laughs> yeah, don't put baseball bats up your ass. It's a bad idea. <laughs> That was a public service announcement. Certainly, Jane Tapeshire. Don't put a baseball bat up your arse. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> or try to insert a human being inside you. I've seen that one as well. I have never. Well, wait. When you say insert a human being. Well, putting a foot inside her. I'm pretty sure that's a thing that happened at some point, and I saw a video of it. That's many years ago. What, like you wear her like a shoe? <laughs> yeah. Or like a slipper, really. Yeah, a slipper, I, I, of course. Or one of those socks, remember with the grips on the bottom? Totes. Because <laughs> she's totes up in that ass. Um, <laughs> this is a blooper reel, if I know anything. But yeah, I watched a documentary on, um, on porn films um, and they were interviewing all the old actors and stuff. Um, and, and it was really interesting. Like, obviously not a lot of sex in the movie because it was uh, it was a Showtime documentary so it was obviously shown on TV at some point mm. but I um, I haven't even thought about it. because like every other man I watch pornography for 90% for titillation and 10% for comedy which is why a lot, I watch a lot of the porn parodies they talked about uh, the Star Wars porn parody that was included in the greatest list, the list of all time I'd never actually seen it greatest clips of all time <laughs> Greatest clip dicks and hits of all time. <laughs> um, but they show clips, non-pornographic clips, and I was like, it's genuinely funny. It ge- There's a scene where Han shoots first. He stands up, kind of looks at everyone, starts shooting Greedo while he's still dead, looks at everyone again, he's like, <laughs> just keep shooting him. And he goes, I shot first. Or something like that, and I was just like, excellent. And it's pandering to the fans, and like, sex is meant to be fun. So should the pornography. We've probably stated... Or maybe not. Maybe this is me about to reveal something about myself. But um, I, I love the porn parodies. Go on. <laughs> and uh, my favorite, one of my favorites is American Dad. Oh. The parody, just because it's so fucking weird. Um, I, I, I can honestly say I've never been aroused by it. I've never watched it all the way through. But it's like bits like the guy playing Roger the alien. He like he walks around like really low, like on his knees, kind of thing. But when he's fucking, he just stands up like normal. <laughs> and then like he thro- there's like a throwaway line like, oh, I get tall when I get aroused or something like that. And then they never mention it again. Like, he fucks Hayley. Um, I've seen the Family Guy porn. That was gross. Simpsons. I've seen the Simpsons one. It's a bit too weird because some of the characters they pick. Um, it's like, uh, you know the 
the Asian lady who's the real estate agent, is it Connie Chung, number one? Is she family guy? No. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, I can't remember. I just thought it was weird because I've seen pictures of it and they're all yellow. They are all yellow. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's meant to be It's meant to be authentic. I don't, I don't, yeah, it's just, why would anyone want to watch that? It's much like the Spongebob one. God, I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm trying to remember her name. Cookie Kwan. Remember her? No. She turns up whenever they're talking about selling the house. She suddenly appears and she's like, "Oh, that's not your house." But anyway, someone fucks her. Uh, there's a Mona, I think. Uh, there's a Barney. Um, the, the main event, obviously, is Homer Diddley Marge. And it's just, it's like watching your. It's a bit like watching your parents fuck, I suppose, because it's it's Homer and Marge, you know. Um, obviously I've seen quite a few of the superhero ones and the one that I really think is weird and again it's something uh, for research a friend and I were watching the acting bits of this but there's China's Queen of the Ring oh dear and it starts off with her fucking Steph and Vince but she's cutting a promo on them like it'd be what she really says she's like you know oh you let let your daughter run off with my man and then you fired me and all this stuff. And uh, I'm just like, it's so sad to watch. Just just, just, a, just an addition on that. Um, I A lot of people are going, a uh, few wrestling fans, uh, Triple H did his interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin for the podcast and he mentioned how China would be in the Hall of Fame if it wasn't for her um, other works. And, but China for some reason still thinks that she can get to the Hall of Fame. Once I've seen you get fucked by nine guys, including a guy dressed as a clown, I don't think you belong in the Hall of Fame. I think for a family company, I, I'd see there before. I see China in there. And as I said, nine guys. The main event of that movie, by the way, <laughs> is Hogan and Ric Flair double teaming China. And when Hogan comes, he rips off his shirt and does the like muscle thing. It's not really Hogan and Flair. The, the, I haven't seen the Hogan sex tape and I don't intend to. I watch porn parodies, but I won't watch a parody of a man um, have sex. That, it's just yeah. gross. That died off pretty quickly as well, didn't it? All the fury around that. I think it was very big. We're talking about Seth Rollins. Yay! Anyway, let's get off there. Uh, professional wrestling and porn but but no no but as an art me as an art form I, as a medium I, I really didn't think about porn is it something you can watch with your family the documentary yeah uh, only if your dad is a, is a major tit man <laughs> that's true you can show that saying that you can show dongs in documentaries there were a few dongs in this documentary um but what they didn't talk about, they t- they just talked about the movie. But I was more interested in some of the actors and actresses and what became of them. And um, you know, I thought a lot of them. Excuse my ignorance, if for any porn actors out there that listen to this, but I thought a lot of them would have died out. You know, we're talking about porn from the seventies and eighties here, and we know that there was a lot of uh, disease and drug abuse uh, and that kind of thing back then. So I was amazed at how many of these guys were like still old and being able to be interviewed and stuff. But it was yeah, fascinating little documentary, and um, it, you know, without sounding perverted, it is it is an interesting medium. 
they are they are making movies at the end of the day you, the, I forget that they're making movies for people's entertainment not just for titillation so I, I, I don't honestly think I've sat for an entire porn and watched it like even if the storyline's good that's not really what they're for but now after seeing this I realise that there are people that do and you can so so you're going to watch the porn films in future and skip the sex scenes it's like reading no because that'd be like reading Playboy but only reading the articles that's the classic cliche when there's loads of nice muff on the pages it happens it's a short film though maybe 20 minutes hey I've come to fix the fridge I fix the fridge they never fix the fridge they never fix the fridge and, and still... why is it in, in these films they never had the plot thing of a I've got a gas leak <laughs> we need to get out of the house oh we'll get out of the house once I get inside you we're dying of asphyxiation excuse me sir are we authorized to do this What should we do now, boss? Let's just get outside. Oh, shit! Zombie Fight Club. Yes, sounds awesome. Um, yeah. The let me guess. Let me guess the plot. Okay. After after recovering from a headshot wound, Edward Norton um, starts having flashbacks to when he was Tyler Durden. Then they meet an old woman who puts a gypsy's curse on them that the dead will rise again. So him and Marla uh, go into the city where the dead have risen and he needs to call on the, um, the, the power of Tyler Durden to destroy the zombie menace. That zombie fight club. I would rate this, that, that's the film, right? No. This is a Taiwanese film. So what's it got to do with fight? Made last year. Uh, the idea behind it is there's a zombie fight club. At least that's the premise you get from these sort of hypnosis. But essentially it's like, yeah, there's a zombie fight club and people have to fight to survive against zombies. But when you watch the film, it's actually more like The Raid for the first hour, where it's an apartment block with... Uh, some guys get a delivery of some bath salts essentially they take them they get infected and they infect the entire was I the only person disappointed when the bath salts thing happened I really thought you know oh people are eating other people they're eating their faces I was like that's great the zombie apocalypse is finally here I'm one of these guys that honestly thinks I'll be alright during the zombie apocalypse because I've seen so many simulations of, of what could happen I think I'll be alright but in reality it's always the one that think they're going to be alright that are the first to die just remember that y'all think you're all cool with your fucking halberds and your bag full of survival stuff but I guarantee you're fucking zombie fodder it depends what type of zombies you get because well, if it's like 28 days later well, the raid yeah. rage zombies yeah. I just did bunny ears for you radio people <laughs> rage zombies yeah because if you have that which in this film they're not I don't think they are. They sort of take the drugs and then they just turn into these shambling zombies. If it's shambling zombies, then yeah, we all stand a chance, really. If it's the rage zombies, no. We're I don't know. I find the shambling zombies scarier because 
it is like you could probably get away, but they've got strength in numbers. But then if you have the same numbers in raid zombies, they'll they'll just trample you and kick the shit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So you've got those zombies and you're fucked. Uh, essentially, yeah, the first hour of the film is set in an apartment block with many, many, many characters all over the place, essentially. Uh, there's the drug lords who are producing the drugs and selling them all over the city, so all the city gets infected. you got the party girl whose boyfriend originally gets the drugs and all his friends and get infected. You've got the police going in doing an illegal drug bust raid to get some money off the drug guys and that's where the raid thing comes in where it's like a police assault unit who are there illegally essentially to do that um, I'm trying to think of people are in there oh there's a dad with his daughter and her friends one of which fancies him for some reason fancies the dad yeah he's like a school teacher and she sort of likes him a bit more than she should so all these people and it's just them trying to survive and the story just flies about between each one of them and slowly they all die apart from a couple of them but you had like the drug guy and his girlfriend they die by about an hour into it the dad who's got the, the daughter and the friends all the friends get killed by the corrupt police guy who ends up trying to rape them because he's corrupt and like, evil and so on but then the dad kills one of the girls to let her stay with uh, to go into the afterlife with his daughter to keep her company one of the police guys gets through with the party girl and they escape by driving a car out of the third story window after they get it off an old guy who turns up about 50 minutes into the film who somehow has like a armour in his house and then after an hour the film moves on a year and the dad who killed his daughter still has a as a zombie as like a child pet type thing and I'm sure the dead Nick Frost yeah but now he's the guy in charge of the entire city running the illegal zombie fight club type things and the police guy who made it through with the party girl are now fighting for their lives in the zombie fight club and it's, it's gone like an entire hour in the city building block and it's like it's quite a fun film and then it goes to the fight club and you lose all interest whatsoever <laughs> it's like human drama human drama human drama oh action sequence yawn yeah like I say the drug boss guy with his girlfriend die and it's like well what's the point of your story at all you die 50 minutes into the film and you're no longer in it and there's an extra 50 minutes to go it's a really odd film so zombie fight club I'd say watch the first hour when the car flies out the building, turn off, <laughs> and yeah, enjoy the short movie. How long is it then? It's about an hour and forty minutes. Fucking hell! But take away all the fight action sequences. It's just the end bit is just to fight scenes in certain places against zombies. It's like you don't really need that because there's guys introduced at that point who end up just dying. So do we ask the question that we ask every time we talk about zombie movies on it? Has the genre seen that it's, it's the end of its days? Yes, people should stop making zombie films. I love the zombie genre, and I have done now for ab- about 20 years. Uh, the Romero ones were amazing, um, and Return of the Living Dead were amazing. 
but really they were the only ones I'd seen and now I've seen so many bad ones it's like for every th- 15 shit ones you might get an okay one mm. and for every 50 like 55 shit ones you get one good one but it, it, oh. oversaturation it's a nice long word it's also the word I'm going to use for this too much zombie stuff. Isn't there a BBC show now where they have to survive a zombie apocalypse? It's pretty much the full stop on my interest in the zombie genre. When you, um, Charlie Brooke has already mixed Big Brother and zombies into a night. I mean, that was good. Dead Set yeah. was excellent. Good film. Well, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Series slash movie. Um, however, that is the only time zombies should be used in any kind of reality TV show. The BBC are clutching at straws, and apparently the people on them are the actual contestants are right fucking idiot rejects from like X Factor Big Brother. They're like fucking. I've seen people who would go on those shows anyway nowadays. But fame hungry idiots with. So the, the, the thing is, film. they're not the fan. That they not they're famously not fans of the zombie genre, are they? It might be one or two. I mean, I'm. I'm stereotyping just because they look chubby doesn't mean they might not be into zombie stuff as well as shit like X Factor and all the other things those cunts like but um, <laughs> I just think that that is like the death knell there's another zombie thing coming out it's based on a comic book I think it's called I Zombie it's about a, a zombie girl they've made a TV series about it and I couldn't give a fuck <laughs> 20 years ago I'd be like oh my god loads of zombie stuff this is amazing I mean, when Resident Evil came out, it was like, oh my god, a zombie game, a zombie game, a zombie game. Now there are a million zombie games, and the only decent ones are Left 4 Dead. And maybe a little bit of Daisy, but only to watch. I'd never actually played Daisy. Yeah, I watch a lot of Daisy Left videos. Left 4 Dead I wasn't a fan of. Which one? Left 4 Dead. I've actually played that one, surprise. But yeah, I wasn't I a fan I didn't think of. you were due to play that for another five years. <laughs> no, well, we somehow got a copy of it. Played it, didn't like it that much. Left 4 Dead 2 on the PC is probably the game I have played more than any PC game ever. I'm a console guy. Um, but I was told that you could have your own modifications and stuff. Um, so I got it on PC and it's uh, it's awesome. So we'll, we'll differ on that. I, I It's one of the only online games I've played and enjoyed. Um, but the teamwork element, like you have to stick with it. But again, I don't want to see many more zombie games. I mean, what have we got left? I mean, we've already had a major zombie game out this year in Di- in Dying Light, Dead Light. I think it's called Dying Light, um, which is like a first-person parkour zombie free-roaming. Blah, blah, blah. Fucking hell, think of something more original. Even the new Call of Duty had to have a zombie mode. They weren't going to originally do one, but they had to tack it on because people, you know... So it's time to let it die. And, and, and bury it in cement so it can't come back up. Yeah, I think the next one, which is going to kill off the zombies completely, is because you talk about Big Brother. I think it was announced there that Big Brother people are doing, was it a ten-year training regime or plan for the guys going to the Mars? You hear about this one? I was going to ask you were talking about the Dutch company that. um, Did you send them an application? I didn't know. I think if it was ten years ago, I would have done. It's a one-way. I looked I looked into it in all honesty I don't have a wife I don't have a kid by the time they're ready to set off it's a horrible thing to say but a lot of the people I like in my family will be dead I mean there's another 10 years exactly yeah um, 10 years of training to, and they go do it on TV 
I mean, that's the next stage because they had like all the big science fiction hits last year, was it? Gravity kind of piqued a lot of people's interest. Interstellar. Yeah, um, that yeah. kind of thing. So I reckon that will take over the zombies now. They can rest easy for a while. I mean, the worst possible thing that could happen is like, the, if you're not aware, there was a company, a bit of background for you guys, there's a company, I think in Sweden or a, a Poland, possibly one of the near the Netherlands, um, was looking for 10 people to go to Mars, legitimately go to Mars and start a colony, but it's a one-way trip. There's no way for you to get back. You, you will die on Mars, but you will start a colony. Um, they're going to send up like loads of 3D printers so you'll be able to print off all the tools they need, so it's going to be a fairly light travel. It's, um, it's an exciting, brave new world, but... Any, you know, imagine if it blew up halfway there. It's ten years gone. Um, imagine if when they got there, something malfunctioned, so they, you know, they didn't breathe. It's a scary prospect. Um, and the reason you can't come back is because once you get used to Mars's gravity, if you come through the Earth's atmosphere, it might crush your bones. That's why you literally. You, it's not like they won't bring you back. You can come back; it will kill you. Hmm. But it's such a. Do you think it's just a gimmick, though? For a ten years worth of TV show. No, well, as long as the end result is that those people will go but to the, Mars. The end of it, like you go, oh yeah, it's not going to happen now. For ten you years, it was a Dutch company wasn't the guys who did Big Brother. It was created company. by a Dutch company. So you think they're just doing it for a gimmick? In ten years, they're going to pay these guys to get massive ratings, and at the end of it, they're going to go, yeah, we lied. Can you imagine? What would happen though? It'd be like finding out that America really did blow up nine eleven. You know, do nine eleven. It would be it would be huge because ten years they would make those people work for, and then all of a sudden turn around and say no. Someone would end up dead, and a lot of them would end up in court. It would just be too much. Written in the contracts, probably. I mean, they have to have vetted these guys specifically to be. Yeah, these people don't read contracts. I mean, how many times have you clicked uh, yes on the user agreement on anything and not paid attention to what's written in there? There's a reason a mouse has a scroll button. Scroll, 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 scroll. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I reckon maybe it's just a gimmick. I hope it's not because I. I'm they, really they ten years of being employed and they're getting like I'm guessing ribbon board and a lot of the people going possibly don't have families. Some that's the only reason I would have applied for it. Like ten years ago, it wasn't the situation I'm in now. But that's why I'm saying like I, I, I. In ten years, I, you know, if I start too old for it as well. Maybe, maybe in ten years I will go for it. Who knows? I mean, right now space travel is so fucking expensive, though. I mean, it's two hundred fifty thousand pounds to just go on, like a ten minute trip into orbit for uh, isn't isn't that what they're charging for uh, Virgin Air, uh, Virgin Space? I wouldn't even fancy that. Uh, that doesn't interest me. I'd want to go somewhere. I'd want a destination. So I mean, the whole Gilberton way of thinking is like, would you go up in space and do that? It's like, well, what are you going to do up there? Are going to look from look at the Earth from high up? And I've seen photos. Yeah. I've seen that very famous picture with the Carl, you know, that Carl Sagan requested, which was the Voyager turned around and that little tiny speck is Earth. Um... Things with the, there's loads of interesting things. Did you hear that they're going to um, try and put an unmanned submarine type thing on the methane seas of Titan, which is one of 
Who's, which moon Jupiter. is it? Is it one of Jupiter's moon? Hmm. That's fucking fascinating. Can you imagine if they actually found something down there? Like a creature that lives in methane, in liquid methane. But there, someone was there. There's always a conspiracy theory. Someone was like, you know why they're doing that, don't you? Because we don't have, we don't have enough liquid, we don't have any liquid methane on Earth. <laughs> Do we need I, it? <laughs> I could give you, tell you what, give me enough curry, I'll give you a liquid methane. And on that bombshell. Poo gag. <laughs> That's been a totally insane tape show for this week. From Dracula, pissing in a circle, porn, to taking a, that's a liquid methane. <laughs> what are we doing with our lives? What are you doing with your lives, listening to stuff like this? What's wrong with you? Go and have a conversation. But don't forget to download the Totally Insane Tape Show. Yep, I've been Melissa McCarthy. Oh, fuck off, Slimer. <laughs> He's been Dino Peppers, living to wind me up. I've been Boo Lamont. And remember, if you're going to call anyone, who are you going to call? Not fucking Melissa McCarthy. John Snow. I need to find out where John Snow gets his weed from. <laughs> Get tired and call it quits, but then I got high. Lord, I'm playing basketball and jogging, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I used to drink beer and wine, but then I got high. I woke up. I got